We do go around the world with all kinds of music, including whatever that is, deft punk, deft something. Anyway, we're not deft here on Around the World. We are actually going to the Azores with Max Hartshorn of GoNomad.com. Hello, Max. Hey, good afternoon, everybody in Santa Barbara and around the world. Good to be with you again. Yes, we're going to talk about the Azores, you know, a chain of islands that stretch out into the Atlantic a thousand miles off the coast of Europe. So the, mile, the you're really in the middle of the Atlantic there. Uh, as your way, or just on the shore of a uh, thousand miles away from Portugal. Wow. It's, I mean, it's, it usually greets people as they arrive by cruise ships going into the Mediterranean, don't they? Exactly. That is a great stop for, for the rich and the famous who have their yachts. It's on the Gulf Stream as you're heading up north, as Columbus did in 1493 on his way back from the New World. You're going to go on the, jet, the Gulf Stream. It'll take you right up the coast, and you'll go to Falhal, one of the islands, Fayal, one of the uh, more uh, western island part of those the islands. We stayed, of course, in the, in the other side, the more populated, San Miguel, which is the biggest of all the islands. And we also visited Santa Maria, a little teeny island where one little village we visited, uh, everybody in the island said that they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't kidding. <laughs> but, but these islands are, 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 are owned by Portugal? Is it, uh... you know, they're, they're just like parts of Spain. They're, they're wholly um, independent, independently run, yet they are a part of Portugal. So it's kind of a quasi... Um, Independence, but yet there's main security and their national uh, heritage would be to Portugal, but they are uh, on their own uh, governmentally wise. And they're volcanic. And they're volcanic, yes. The, apparently, the crust of the earth is only 3,000 meters deep at this one town called Furnace, where they have hot springs bubbling up. And the rest of the world, I think it's 30,000 meters. And in Furnace, it's only 3,000. So you get this tremendous, uh, you know, bubbly, bubbly, uh, scary actually, you know, 200 de- 220 degree. Uh, Bubbling cauldrons all over the village of Furnish. Wow, it's a hot Very hot town. Visit. People cook cook meals. You know, they do the the, meal, the thing called a casado, which is a famous casado rather, which is the meal that you cook when you put it you put it into uh, the steam that's coming out of the volcano, and you cover it all up with dirt, and you take out, and then they emerge six hours later with a big feast for the feast twenty five or so. Huh. How do you get there from uh, from? Well, the you know that. That's one of the main selling points that Azorians like to talk about is the fact that there are direct flights from the U.S. You can take a four-and-a-half-hour flight nonstop from Boston, and you go right there, right to the main island of Sao Miguel. They also have flights from Toronto. They have an airline called Sata, Sata Air, and Sata takes care of you. There's a lot of Azorians in the U.S., so there's a lot of population of people that will go back and kind of keep the planes running. They're actually going to have daily flights coming this summer. So, you know, it's a popular destination for, for, for ethnic uh, travelers as well as for, People just want a little adventure. How, how are the prices there? Is it a good good deal or is it expensive? You know, Portugal has always a good deal compared to the rest of Europe. I mean, I've always thought Portugal is the, the Spain's younger, is unknown sister, but it's it's never as expensive in Portugal because people don't make very much money. And I think the Azores the same way. It's very typical, you know, Euro currency um, comparable to um, an inexpensive part of Italy or an inexpensive part of, of Portugal. Huh. And and where would you stay? Well, the, there's a lots of inexpensive, and there's lots of, of course, ritzy hotel options there. Um, I think um, basically uh, any any of the main the main downtown areas have you know their Portugal Portuguese chains, and and they're building a new five star there right on the ocean. And what's really funny is that along the waterfront, when you go by the hotels, there's also this other place with big walls and heavy walls and little teeny windows, and it's the maximum security prison. 
It's just right located right on the water. Prison with a, a view. Waterfront view. A waterfront view. It's a room with a view that you can't get out. Makes you want to have a crime. Like, that's like Papillon. <laughs> and the other thing that's really big there, you guys, is whale watching. You can see sperm whales, actual sperm whales and blue whales, two of the most magnificent whale species, right off the coast there. They, they spend their parts of their lives in the Azores, so it's a great activity, the whale watching. How about fishing? Fishing is also really big, too. They have, you know, the Atlantic, I mean, you should have seen the seafood that we saw. I mean, I've never seen a fresher bunch of seafood because everybody's, it's the only place to bring it for thousands of miles around. So everybody's fish market is just a plenty, and it really shows in the cuisine. And is there nightlife? I mean, did you find it was... I don't know. I'm not really a nightlife guy, but, you know, I'm sure it's a fun place to go in the summer. I think we went there, and I just tell my friend here at lunch, we went there during March. So it was a little windy, a little cold, a little rainy. But I think um, going there in July or August will be brilliant. I mean, I can see it being a wonderful kind of like a a, a G-rated Ibiza. And and you could go to uh, nice beaches, nice water? Beautiful beaches, sandy beaches with volcanic sand. Interestingly enough, they say that the sand is swept away completely in the winter and that it returns in the spring. But the, the, uh, the gods bring the sand away and the gods bring the sand back. It's really amazing how they told me that they actually get replenished without having to spend money on dredges and do all that beach replenishment you're familiar with in Santa Barbara. This is such a, I mean, such an off the, the, the beaten path destination. It really is. And that's why I think it has a little cachet right now. I mean, who doesn't want to go to a place where people just haven't been, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a distant cousin to, to a lot of people from Portugal haven't been there too. But there's a great Brazilian connection there. You know, a lot of Brazilians come to Portugal. A lot of Brazilians come to the Azores. And um, I think, you know, I think it's a, one of those places, if you love volcanic stuff, you'd love it there. I mean, there's all kinds of chances to go explode craters and see lakes that were created by the, you know, millions of years ago. And Sounds it's a very great. young country, too. Max, we've unfortunately run out of time, but they can get more information if they go to www.gonomad.com. Thank you so much for joining us today and opening up a whole new destination to us. Thailand is next. Look forward to speaking with you then. Okay. Thanks so much. Right. I want to thank all of our uh, guests here on Around the World, Diane Covington, Patricia Starr. Amy Wong and uh, Max Hartshorn and, of course, Martha Bull, my wonderful co-host here on Around the World. Next week, uh, Diane Covington will take us to Big Sur. We're going to be going to Cabo San Lucas. I want to thank uh, Graham Brown, our producer, Lincoln Jurgensen, our assistant producer, Richard Dugan, our engineer, and Dylan Haley streaming us live on the World Wide Web. Happy trails, everybody. We'll see you next week here and wish you the very best.